Sophie, Sophie, over here. I'm over here. Oh, Sarah, oh my God, I missed you. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad to have you back. Oh, wait, sorry, two seconds, let me get my camera macchiato because you don't need coffee today. Jesus. Oh, I feel that after the week I've had. Well, it's nice for you to be back. Welcome I'm back. to be back. We have lots of updates since I was last here as well. We have loads of updates. Um, we literally just got the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer this of week. Of course. And we're always here for that Marvel news. And then we have the new Disney look policy being released this week, which obviously as former cast members, we have lots of opinions on. So lots to talk about there. And we got continued updates for the Disney Cruise, Disney Magic at sea around the UK, if that's its full title. I think so. We'll, we'll discuss it all a lot more in five minutes. Just let me grab my drink, I know you've got yours, and then we'll meet at the Hubgrass. So meet at the Hubgrass. I'll meet you at the Hubgrass. Sophie's back, 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 tell a friend. Guys, if you could see Sarah's face right now, she's not impressed. <laughs> Is this where I could just hang up and leave this and you can just do this by yourself? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay? You've not had me for like, well, it's been like four weeks now. And then like, this is the attitude I get. Like, I mean, I, so I don't know who you're trying to kid on that we don't speak to each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, only do, we only do this podcast, people. We don't speak to each other out with the day that we film. That's it. We actually, no, I haven't um, to Sophie in four weeks. We actually did a drinking game this Saturday that's just been to High School Musical on Zoom, oh. so she can't get rid of me. Nope, nope. Stuck, 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 stuck. But it's fine. It's okay. But welcome back, Sophie. Oh, thank you. I well, missed I like you, it. even though we we did enjoy, I did enjoy obviously having Molly on. Thanks, Molly, for stepping yes, in. Thank but you so much, Molly, for nice to have Sophie in. back. Also, a little bit of an update because... We normally record our episodes on Wednesday, um, so a lot closer to our Friday like launch date. However, because of my work schedule, because I work um, Tuesday to Thursday, nine o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock in the evening, um, we knew realistically we wouldn't be able to film the podcast later in the week. So we're filming this on the Monday, um, that will be released on the Friday. So if you think when you listen to it, oh, they've not quite mentioned that, we will mention it next episode, probably. Any news that we don't get to talk about today. But yeah, because I went back to work, I work in a hair and beauty salon. You can imagine how crazy last week has been. Um, I worked way too much. Um, so Molly was very kind and stepped in and recorded um, the episode with you. And I listened. At, well, I mean, I edited it. I was like a little feature in it for like 10 seconds saying molly did a fabulous job and i'm very thankful for her for stepping in but i am back should we start Thanks. with your favorite sarah we'll start with entertainment because it is hee-haw <laughs> yeah so we got another cruella trailer great well we keep mentioning this but guys are really hyped for it guys <laughs> guys so the thing that means sophie fully fully agree upon is that it's very much this like devil wears prada like joker um, hybrid yeah like and in, like intern like becoming them like i feel like um emma stone obviously listens to the podcast because last time i was on 
I said, oh, it looks like a big Joker. Like that time I made the Joker reference. I sent Sarah an article like three days later and it was like, Emma Stone says, um, like dismisses claims that Cruella is like the Joker. I was like, what? Oh. She obviously <laughs> listens to Meet Me at the Hubgrass. She's one of, she's, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Emma Stone, who's either just about to have a baby or just had a baby, is sitting listening to little old us on this podcast. Oh, absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, we got to see more of Emma Thompson's character, which is good because yes. we didn't really know much about her before. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like at this point it might be kind of going over the same things we've already talked about, but yeah. Go check out the newest trailer. Let us know what you think. If you agree, because we're getting a lot more Devil Wears Prada vibes now as well, which we weren't before. Um, So let us know your thoughts on that. But the other little quick look we had uh, this week was the Peter Pan and Wendy, the Peter Pan live action movie we're going to get. I actually just want to comment on the fact that they've titled it Peter Pan and Wendy. I really like that. So Peter Pan and Wendy is actually the second book so like there is oh, Peter it? Pan and then there was Peter Pan and Wendy. Yeah. I Fun facts. The Scarlet something. I might have made this up. Sarah's looking at me like you made that up. <laughs> I don't know if you made it up. <laughs> anyway. I mean maybe I'm maybe I'm confused now. But yeah, like Peter Pan and Wendy is a continuation on the Peter Pan story, like the Jane Barry wrote. So So is this gonna be more like a sequel rather than like a live well, action? I don't... I don't really know because now that I've said it, I'm actually really confused and think that the original play was called Peter Pan and Wendy. Now, this is something I probably should have like confirmed before we started filming. <laughs> Once again, ultimate pearls over here. Yeah. This wouldn't have to be on the podcast. Oh, no, it would not. So if we talk about something else for a second, then I'll look up. So yeah, the first look um, that we've had of it is not really an official look. It's more like paparazzi shots of Jude Law, who's playing Captain Hook in the series. Um, most likely we'll probably play like Wendy's father, like Mr. Darling. That's what tends to happen in all the productions, that it's the same actor that does both roles. Um, yes, because, because originally... Um, and the original um, concept was was Captain Hook was Wendy's vision of her father, yeah. which is why it's played by two um, by both actors. It's very very clever. Um, actually, also because I, I never realized I have, it for the first few times I watched the move like the live action movies we've had before, like it never clicked in my oh, head. So of Jason Isaac, <gasps> oh a hero, oh our childhood, oh. Who didn't have a crush on that Peter Pan when they were growing up? Like, let's be honest. Jeremy Sumter, if you're listening, call me. Um, No, but also, uh, I was correct and wrong. It's not the second book. Like, um, Peter Pan and Wendy is the, like, original. So it was, like, Peter Pan or the boy who wouldn't grow up or Peter and Wendy. Like, it was, that was the, like, three, the three names it was given depending on what. A format it was in like if it was the play version or the book version or whatever so what I will say is that I'm quite interested to see Jude Law's take on Captain Hook compared to your Hugh Jackman and your Jason Isaacs that we've had in the past and Dustin Hoffman of course like they've all been quite iconic and done it very well I'm not the biggest fan of Jude Law for some reason so I don't know what I'm expecting from this 
Um, I feel like it's a really interesting role that Jude Law is taking on because obviously he's in um, the Fantastic Beast series yeah. and that's like really, I, I feel like that was him kind of stepping into that kind of like fantasy type well, no, it was in Captain Marvel. No, yeah, I know that. But I like, feel like I mean, that's like... a bit more like, I mean, I've, is Captain Marvel the first time we saw him play a baddie? Is it? I th- maybe. I think so. Because before he was always like the heartthrob or like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was like his type of role. Like he never played the bad guy. I feel like that was the first time we saw it. I saw him as a... Oh, that's spoilers for Captain Marvel, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, the movie's been out for like four years. Um, yeah, so that's quite interesting. And then we've also had the first look this week of the Shang Chai. Is it Shang Chai? Like a play on Shanghai? Uh, Shang Chi. Oh, so I've completely mispronounced that. <laughs> I I'm sure it's, sh- I'm sure it's Shang Chi. I'm sure it's Shang-Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings. The reason they've actually released today is because it's the lead actor's birthday. Which I like that, like marketing-wise. It's, I think that's a fun little... It was very cute. And I don't... Well, judging by um, his reaction on Twitter, I don't think he knew it was happening because he was a bit shocked. Oh, that's really cute then. But the big things to note from it is it's currently going to go ahead on September the 3rd which is what we thought it was going to but go it's ahead with. it's not been announced to be a... Cin- it's only cinema. Like, they've not announced a Disney Plus release for this, have they? No, so this is set to be Marvel's return to exclusively releasing, theat- like, releasing theatrically. Which, just in terms of, like, hype behind, like, I've not really know anything about the storyline of this like we've not seen these characters before etc so I'm really surprised that they chose this movie to be like the well I'm I'm actually not surprised and I'm actually really glad that they've not that they've chosen to be like no we're gonna release this in cinema because this is an all Asian film and it's really important, I think, to have that representation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Love to see so, the representation. I yeah. think it's going to be really interesting to watch. Um, yeah. and I think my... we'll get that attention that Mulan didn't, because obviously Mulan was hyped to be that, and then everything that happened, it literally, like, was opening the week that the pandemic hit the UK. I know they managed to... Did they get some... They got a bit of time in America, didn't they? Because it really well, early in here. Yeah, I think so. The other problem with Mulan was surrounding the lead actress yeah. and how she felt with the situation in China at the moment. Um, but this seems to be, and I'm glad because I think people would really, really, really be unhappy. And I know people are really unhappy about Black Widow. And I think it, it's difficult because Black Widow obviously comes out in the summer, whereas this has got a bit more time, has got a longer time frame to kind of yeah. allow things to reopen. And I think people would be really, really upset if this wasn't getting a cinema, like a purely cinema release. And whilst we're talking about Marvel, uh, we should probably mention again, spoiler free Falcon and Winter Soldier. And this will be spoiler free because I can tell you, because I've been that busy with work, not yet watched this week's. So I know there's some form of cameo because the internet unsure what it is and I've tried really hard to keep away from seeing anything you've done really well I think I have no yeah then again I've not been on anything because of work so it's probably helped me in a way I think me and Sophie once Sophie catches up and obviously the series finishes like this week (laughs) um we will probably release a very short like 
roundup of the series of its on in its entirety, and um, which will also probably have spoilers in it. So if you don't watch the season, don't watch <laughs> don't the, listen. Don't listen. <laughs> um, but it's been really, really notably interesting because, and I don't think, and I don't think this is a spoiler, but clearly the background information for Falcon the Winter Soldier is surrounding race in America and the culture. And a lot of t- very notable TikTok creators who enjoy the Marvel films, who enjoy, you know, cinema, pop culture, have come out and, you know, had made statements quite early on that they kind of, like, saw this coming. Yeah. And were bashed on TikTok by people saying, how dare you bring that into it? That isn't what this is about. And I just thought that was shocking that that was what some people in the fandom were choosing to go down the route of which is interesting because you know the story the comic story line also reflects with what's happening in the series so it doesn't it shouldn't be a surprise like and marvel were always known for being very like i don't want to say like political but they were always known for being yeah. quite social and um, they would reflect these social issues in that their were comments going on at the and, time and things like that. Yeah. So, um, I just can't believe that people were, were saying to people on on TikTok that they were wrong. I mean, I feel like at this point we should also probably talk about the hate that the in like Apostery's new captain has had. The um, John, the John White's ha- sorry, not John White. Um, it's Kurt um, Russell's son. Yeah, it's Kurt Russell's son. So it's Wyatt Russell. Wyatt um, Russell, that's, I was like, yeah. Wyatt, John, I was like, um, I'm getting his character name mixed up with this person. I am a big stan of Chris Evans, we all know this, it's like him and Harry Styles are like my top two celebrity crushes ever, like, yeah, but he is a good looking chap, like, I feel like you're never going to beat Chris Evans, are you? I think the issue with Wyatt Russell isn't so much, I think people are just so connected to Chris Evans as Captain America, which is understandable. Obviously we had, you know, however many years, but I think it's actually a real, you know, the fact that the fandom or people in the fandom do hate him is a real testimony to how wonderful an actor he is, that people dislike his character because you should... Sorry, go on. No, I'm just I'm like, because you should, he is, he is the villain of all of this. Yeah. You, so you should love, like, not love to hate him, but like, you know, you should be like, you're a bad, you're the bad character. Like, the you're thing playing you it. What worry about is though, but like, before he came out as like the villain, villain of the series, people were giving him this hate. And like, some of it was joking, like, that's not America's ass. And like, <laughs> some of it was funny, stuff like that. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I loved, I was laughing, but. It does make me worry about how this could affect what if actors take on roles in the future because, like, in the comics, there's that many universes going on. Like, we know there's that many reincarnations of the same superheroes with someone else taking on, like, the title of that superhero that this could maybe affect people wanting to take on such popular roles in the future, if that makes sense. Which is why I think that the what if uh, Marvel yeah thing is animation isn't live action no one knows what this is it's so frustrating but that's why i think that is going as animation because that is other versions of these characters from other universe other universes in a setting so it's not going to be like it's not going to be bendit cumberbatch as dr strange it's not chris hemsworth 
as Thor, it's other actors doing it. And that's no, why it's really, animated it's, and not live. a lot of uproar if that's an animated series because people are thinking they're going to get like another like WandaVision. No, that is, thing. that is like that. What if it's animated? What is, has that been confirmed? Yeah. Like, did not know that. But that, but that's, but I'm saying that like, that's why, because Marvel know that they've set up these characters for 10 years and you're not going to have somebody come in and play Iron Man who isn't Robert Downey Jr. Because that will never, ever happen. Like... The fandom won't take to it because yeah. they've made like, the Disney too lovable in a way and attached too much sentiment behind them for someone yeah. else to then take them on, which is what we've well, obviously seen here with Wyatt Russell taking on the Captain America role in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, but it'll be interesting with the end of the series, and I can't say anything because Sophie hasn't seen it. So, so yeah, I, I've not seen the latest episode, but I will say the episode that I finished on kind of shows this Wyatt Russell character turning into a villain. If you kind of like this vibe, I it's not Marvel, but if you have not watched the series called The Boys on Amazon Prime, it's a TV series. There's been two seasons of it now. It is 100% not child-friendly. Let me just make that clear. Um, if you're thinking of watching it with your kids, it is not a family-friendly show. Do not do that. But if you love your superheroes, that type of thing, I'm Sarah's not seen it and I'm really surprised. It is so good. And it plays on this all like whole vibe, which I feel like we've got more in Falcon and Winter Soldier of these superheroes being real people and they're not being these like perfect idols that we've seen. And you kind of do see in all the Marvel movies beforehand, like before WandaVision as well. Like they're kind of these like idealistic people that people just look up to. It shows that these characters aren't that honestly it is so good it's funny it's got a lot of gore and action and it is a great series it's not disney i know this is a disney podcast but if you do love marvel then it is a very much like a must watch um sarah you need to add it to the very long list but at the top of it i was, about, I was about to say that i'll put it on my list of <laughs> things i need to i need to watch look look Look, I'm almost done my uni assignments. It's it's fine, Sophie. I'll, I'll Honestly, it. put it to the top because Jamie, Sarah's boyfriend, also loves the show as well. Like you can both watch it. Honest to God, it's oh, so let good. us get through Shit's Creek first, and then I'll <laughs> and then I'll do that because that's also on the list, and we're halfway through that. Um, I think that's the end of the entertainment news. Again, like we were saying, entertainment news has been kind of slim pickings. But I mean, they have like exceeded my expectations for the past like three weeks. So do you know what? I'll have the day off. They're allowed. Start. Let's move on to park news. Especially because the first bit in park news is something we are both super passionate about. We got excited this week because we thought there was evidence of Fantasmic returning. Yep. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, the program that means Sophie both worked on this time, I worked at Fantasmic. So Fantasmic is my child. I love it. Um, I do want. To, I'm not one of those people who's like keep it the same because I actually prefer Fantasmic at Disneyland. Unpopular oh, opinion. Yeah. So oh. I am one of those people that says keep it the same. Um, I worked at Hollywood. Did not work at Fantasmic with Sarah. But it has been my favourite show since I was a wee little lass. A wee, a wee, from, a wee brain. Uh, from Sarah a wee brain. And it is my baby. If people touch, I was like, 
not happy when they just added to the like bubbles animation some newer movies. I was like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? They put Frozen in and Sophie was like, no, not yeah, Frozen. Like, what is this? Is this Epcot? Is this Epcot? Frozen doesn't go here. Yeah, I was not impressed. Yeah. But we did see that they were replacing the banners. So obviously when you're walking up to Fantasmic, when you're walking through like to go for the fast pass entrance or the standby entrance, you have all the banners that have like all like the characters on them. Um, and they were replacing them, which was good because the old ones were washed out. We were like, oh, is this, does this mean fan coming back? Because why would they bother replacing those if we didn't kind of have that coming? Because it doesn't make any sense. Um, however, I can confirm from your connections with great sadness um that those who that I, people that i know who still work in the sunset area have said that they are using the fan walkway to enable social distancing within uh tower or co- like tower of terror or walking the local star um queuing when it becomes like when it, the queue obviously expands so and things were starting to look a bit naff so which, which is why they changed them you know what i hadn't realized how bad they looked like we, we were saying this until they changed them and we saw like the before and afters like they had really faded and i didn't do, do, realize do you know why because it's normally dark <laughs> Look I mean, true, true um but on that note because we were it was also mentioned that we thought the fan was going to come back because also the festival of the lion king show was going to come back today literally like 10 minutes before we started (laughs) recording this there was a picture posted of the cast in rehearsal for a celebration of festival of the my theory of this is that it's going to be like a highlights reel type show like it's not going to be the full show they'll have adapted it for the covid regulations and such so obviously we were chatting with molly actually um about this and molly was like oh i really hope like they've cut be prepared and the fire eater and i'm like that's probably the one thing they've not cut because they can easily social distance that and they're more likely to have cut your tumbling monkeys which i know is a fan favorite um my birds birds. (laughs) see but the thing is i can't remember who told me but apparently it's me oh yes birds that are a married couple so maybe they haven't if they just use them that's quite a lot of shows for them to do, though, isn't it? Hey, they'll be, oh, it depends. On that dollar for quite a while. They might be only <laughs> taking up. Um, so, yeah, like, that looks... Yeah, I'm really excited to see that back. Wish I could be there. Like, let's... The little thing with the kids, which is cute, though, when they, like, they play the instruments going around because there'd be too much, like, contact sanitising needed to go. But if it's anything like a taste of phantasmic, then I don't want it. Just because that's the that should go in the bin. Oh, oh, the um the four pass sessions right. for all oh. the influencers out there. Right. I don't know why you're laughing, Sarah. Because if we were there, we definitely love that. This is, <laughs> we would this is why I'm laughing life. because I'm like, this is this is designed for people on the college program. Like, yeah. doesn't he have seen this market well, and thought, yes. First of all, one, I'm surprised it took them this long to be honest. And second, so well, our friend well, in our group chat actually sent this to us. Well, she saw someone post about it like oh I've just had my thing before Disney announced it like my like private session and our friend sent it and we were like I don't know if that's like a real thing like we've not heard anything and but it is now a real thing like you can pay yeah. I think is it like 50 dollars 
I think so it's something like that like photo shoots the pictures are amazing I mean I would gladly I would pay it (laughs) sink this money in um but it's really interesting you're not allowed to have photo shoots in the park like you're not allowed to have like photographers in with you Uh, I mean you can because obviously you can if you can like do it secretively then yes but people like would set um source out Orlando based photographers to come and do like a photo shoot with them in the parks and we obviously just try and keep it as low-key as possible and I feel like Disney Disney have eyes everywhere they have seen this yeah and they thought hmm this is something that we are seriously missing out on um but yeah you you book it for the app up to 60 days in advance you can have up to eight guests with you so um, what's really interesting is I have a friend who works for PhotoPass and he's a photographer outside of Disney as well as a lot of PhotoPass are and he said like Disney's really strict about this like about him coming in on his spare time to take pictures in the park so it is interesting that they've now made that decision at like this point because you would have thought they've obviously been very strict on it for such a long period of time. And we all know Disney like to monetize anything like that it has taken them this long. I mean, I think it's amazing as well, not just for like people like us that love to have a good like photo shoot, but for people who are getting engaged at the parks, like we know there's so many that do get engaged. However, the thing is, I've seen a lot of engagements before and like if you tell Disney Photo Pass they'll make sure there's someone there and then they'll take a few pictures like when I was at Disneyland California someone was proposed to by Snow White's well and um, we were waiting for Sleeping Beauty to come out for a photo meet and greet sorry not a photo shoot and they proposed and there was like photo pass was like hidden it was really cute honestly um but then they like took loads of pictures with them at the well as like a little photo shoot for them now they also the other thing with photo passes if you don't know they get given like bonus points in terms of like congrats and stuff in the job if they come up with really original shots that isn't just like say a family of four stood there smiling at the castle and which is why you might see more people sometimes actually to do other things because they kind of do get like propped like congrats for that so now that it's like a paid thing is this going to be happening less if you have like an engagement where normally like the photo pass would go out of the way and make it a magical moment well will you be yeah that's an interesting thought and there like i thought about how this would be really good for engagements but i didn't think about like like subsequently mean that when you want to propose in like a really like secretive way you might not get that se- I mean I imagine you would because I, I would think if you went up to guest relations and you said I'm going to propose to my girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever mm-hmm. um you know on this day at this time and I'd like to do it here I still think Disney are going to be like let us work out something for you yeah but are they going to be more like book it on the app now and you have to pay $50 to do it or are they well, going to do maybe like but that's moment like they would before but the private photo pass sessions are only available at the castle. So if you don't want to propose at the castle, then... I didn't realise it was only at the castle. I thought it was like... No, only at the castle. They're going to set somebody up at the purple wall, aren't they? God damn it. I mean, that's what I was like. I'm surprised they've not put a photo pass staff member there. Well, they like, did put... They did put a photo pass at the purple wall for a while and then everybody was like, go away. I mean, I have seen one there before. I think it's kind of like a roaming um, spot now. Like if it's like a really busy day at the park, they've got extra photo pass. Like one of them do, does go there. 
but it does make me like want to avoid the area whilst there's a floral pass there because I'm like listen I want my plan dates and yeah. I don't need your judgment <laughs> something I do have a, a big opinion about that they've announced this week and I know I've skipped in terms of so me and Sarah make like a little plan with the help of Molly now but they've announced the name of the new mouse gear and it really frustrates me what the name is because ironically very uncreative name <laughs> they called it the creations shop like it's, really it's like it's like kaleidoscope all over again i just feel like of all the, I, I understand they don't want to call it mouse gear anymore like fine that's okay whatever but creation shop that just makes me think like it's an art shop like, it does it makes you think yeah crafts. Arts, arts and crafts at, at Epcot. Um, yeah, it sounds like a part booth for the arts festival. That's what it sounds like. Also, we are getting Club Cool back, which I didn't think we were getting. I thought it was like confirmed, like done. So that's it. Like, did you later? They were like, bye. And I'm yeah. like, no. I want my free drinks. Everything's expensive. Which I mean, um, I, I was told this this week, which blew my mind. You can actually get buy these drinks in like full sized at the Coca Cola shop in um, Disney Springs. Oh, and the oh, okay, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Which I mean, it's surprising how I've been told, but I was not aware of that. And I know some people really love some of the drinks, so I think that's a great that little melon. That melon frosty, that's where it's. <laughs> that's where I mean, it's I'm not gonna lie, I like never do Club Cool, so. I, I mean, I'm glad that it's really coming back and I got really excited, but um, it's one of those things. It's like, why do you care, Sophie? Because you never do it. <laughs> I enjoy going to Club Cool for a free beverage because your gal's cheap. Well, we jump over to Disneyland. We'll jump over to California. We got an announcement for the opening for Avengers Campus for the 4th of June. So... You're going to shout at me, but I've not really looked a lot of this because, you know, I've said it before, if I want to go to something, I like it to be a surprise. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, I wouldn't tell you really much. I saw, like, them unveiling it. I saw, like, it was just, it was a couple of pictures they released. It's nothing like, whoa. It's not like, you know, how some people, like, Disney tend to, the Imagineers come out and talk about what they've done with the area. We haven't got that video yet. Um, but it will be so basically it is the replacement to the bugs land the bugs life land <laughs> you get there you got there <laughs> the bugs land just the bugs um well, the bugs life land that was there they cut that out um you know what there was a lot of upset people about that that you wouldn't have thought it was trash <laughs> but yeah it'll be really cool so it's gonna be you'll have um the Guardians of galaxy mission breakout um and you'll have there's a new spider-man attraction the thing is we're fun. not going to get a lot of these things over um at Walt Disney World for us no oh, you can yeah because of the contracts with Universal etc so you're never going to have that over there um so basically if you want your Marvel fix you're going to have to go to like I will say the Universal contract doesn't include new entity I don't think so that's why you can get Guardians there like agreement is for very specific characters I think yeah. Yeah, so it's like Spider-Man, like the big yeah. popular ones, um, which is why Guardians can have its own coaster. Which makes sense. And then you can, which is why we're also talk, there was also talks 
slash rumors of getting a Wakanda area in Animal Kingdom. But the they also announced that um Disneyland have new name tags for the new reopening. It says bringing back the magic, which you were really here for this news, and it's not that I'm not here for it, but I was just like, okay, like I don't know if I that's think what I thought I would have had that they needed to do. I think, um, I think they've done it because obviously Disneyland California is the OG. It, it's yeah. shut less times than Walt Disney World. Like it was a big deal when Disneyland California closed. Um, you know, obviously there's cast members who have worked there pretty much every day since it opened, and then obviously it was shut for pretty much the full year. Yeah. Um, I think I saw a lot of um, Walt Disney World cast members slightly annoyed <laughs> that they didn't have this. I was like, whoop. <laughs> oh dear but they will get one to wear and they'll have another one in a special keepsake box do they that's yeah, cute so, okay i'm here for that let's see. that's cute i'm gonna mention something now and i'm really here for it because i actually like about two days ago like two years ago to the day a couple of days ago i actually ran into him at animal kingdom you did and, yes um tom fletcher has wrote a new song for the Shanghai, it's called Illuminate, I think, the fireworks show at the evening. So it's basically like the Happily Ever After. He wrote the version of Happily Ever After. And um, I am just so here for this. Not even in terms of like, as like, I know he's a massive Disney fan. And I love that they've chosen someone that is a huge Disney fan. I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to release an English version of it. Because although there is like, clips of it on youtube it is in mandarin i think that's what they speak in shanghai i think so i am the worst person at geography in the world i'm so sorry if that i'm so sorry if that's wrong please don't he is Um, i'm confused where places in england are so please don't think it's me being like really but like i'm really bad at geography like completely but um, yeah so but yeah it's interested to see if he'd bring an english version out for people to listen to I mean, I feel like they would. I feel like you would because, you know, they got to get that dollar dollar somewhere, don't but you? But do you think if they were going to, they would have already done it by now? Stay for Tom Fletcher. <laughs> Woo. And then big, big news regarding the parks this week is as a cast member, they are easing up on the Disney look. <laughs> There has been some backlash about this, like hardcore backlash. And just to like throw it out there, so I don't know if you've see- guys have seen the meme. Um, as we've explained, I'm a huge One Direction Harry Styles fan. And um, this week we've also had leaked some pictures of Harry Styles <laughs> dressed as Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Um, apparently it was meant to be part of some promo for a Saturday Night Live he was meant to do at one point um but it is quite something if you've seen the pictures and in those pictures um wait do you think do you think that was Harry making fun of the fact that he was going to do the Little Mermaid film but he wasn't yeah yeah Yeah, 100% I'm here for it and people are saying like using those pictures to be like because he has a cigarette in his mouth and he's like half naked you can see all his tattoos and everyone's like, what pe- you guys are expecting the new Disney look to be like. <laughs> so like, funny. It's not, this is, Disney look does not affect, per, like, performers. It does not affect, like, your your face characters, your fur characters. Like, 
you are not going to see a male version of Ariel. <laughs> like, that's the bottom line. It's it's pretty much saying that it's in part of, obviously we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, it's part of the new key inclusion. like inclusion. And it's all about how, like, for the longest time, you Disney were, like, very, you had to fit very specific guidelines. And I remember the panic that people who were going to do a college program, a cultural exchange program, a I CRP. Mean, I remember the girl in ICP who had her hair done just before she went out on the program. And then they told her said, it wasn't Disney look because they said it was like a balayage look. And they made her go and get her hair redone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's like as a panic, especially for you who are, if you were like a, a not a natural blonde you well, know. yeah, I was freaking because I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to have yeah. roots. Um, I will confirm, my, my parents came to visit me when I was working at the park because they wanted to, like, see me, like, complete my dream. My dad did my roots when he came out. <laughs> the panics and, you know, people who want, who have tattoos that are obviously, like, on the arms and, like, you can't hide them all that well, like, specific, and obviously... Um, if you are working there, you know, as a full-time, part-time cast member, they will try to give you locations. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, I had, a, I had a girl that I worked with, she was called Robin, and I remember um, they basically, she used to just wear a watch, she had, like, a little one on her wrist, and she used to wear a watch and cover it up, but then a senior management saw it, and basically was like, you need to go wear a t-shirt, and where we worked, we actually had a position called the bull pit and we used to nickname it like the hell pit because it, we had no shade. It was the direct sunlight all around you. There was no fans. We had nothing. And in that Florida summer heat, like it was a horrible position to be in. And she had to wear like full length sleeves. The white, the white sleeves. Yeah. yeah. Like, and um, she used to boil a lot. And I just felt for it because I was boiling in my, well, my t-shirt. It was always really funny because I actually always thought that the white sleeves were worse than like having them on display but there's and then there's obviously like some costumes where you can't like the option for the under sleeve doesn't yeah. exist I think it's really really cool I really enjoyed the picture of the of the guy in the haunted mansion who's got like his nails painted black I actually saw my trainer from Tomorrowland she still works at Disney and she went and got her nails done and she got them black and she was like it's finally Disney look so she was really happy which I thought was really sweet um but yeah it's good we actually had a poll on Instagram about it and you all said that you were for it by 89% the people that are kicking off are the people that we know would be kicking off it doesn't yeah. matter like, like I'm not really seeing many international people kicking off about it like I feel like to us we don't really care like we it doesn't make a big part I think international is just happy to be at the park. I think that's what it is. <laughs> and to be honest, we're just sat here like, just let us get back to the parks. We will take anything. Like you said, we're not going to have a man Harry, um, a man meet and greet. If you're telling me I can only meet Ariel at the moment, if it's a dude, specifically Harry Styles, I'm telling you right now, I'll be right there at the front of the queue. They did announce again today, thank you to um, our lovely friend Trix for sharing this with us. That head Earth Day is really soon. I want to say Earth Day is the last day of April. I think so. I can tell you right now. Not that I don't care about the environment, but I have no idea when Earth Day is. It's not something that registers in my mind. I'm pretty sure it's the last day of April, but they are removing 
all of the plastic from the packaging of their plastic dolls. So you all know when you go into Disney store, like Shop Disney, the Disney store, still Disney store in my head, and you see all the dolls lined up and like they're all cut their the box is plastic, they're connected with those little plastic screwy things, you know, all that good fun stuff. They are now taking all of that out and the dolls come in cardboard boxes. So my only issue with this is obviously they've always had the plastic like peekaboo bit before so you can see the doll because like can you imagine if you bought that Emma Watson's I just sorry Emma Watson's um Beauty and the Beast doll which was ugly like if you couldn't see the doll like if it's all and I think obviously it's really good they're doing this and I agree and I think it's I'm surprised they've probably not made this move sooner, but how are you going to see what the doll looks like beforehand? So I think what they'll do is they'll have a display of the dolls and it'll be like underneath. Oh. So they'll have the I doll mean, up and, sense. and then they'll have it. And the box is like, the box is really cute because the front of the box is the, is the princess. Yeah. Um, and then you open the box up this way and the doll's inside it. But um, it's cool. They are... Disney are like advertising the boxes is that you can get the box to like store them in because you can fold it back and it kind of becomes like a little display box. That's cute. Um, yeah, it's very cute. Like, um, so currently it will be available originally on Shop Disney US and the parks in the US, and then it will move to globalize um global locations later this year. But yeah, is that <sighs> are we there? Is that yeah. all the park news? Oh no! Oh, my <laughs> Sorry, I just we forgot to mention. Obviously, so one of our first episodes we talked about the Moana retheming and how it was rumored that we were going to have an Incredibles retheming. Oh, that's re- that's resort news. Sorry, <laughs> that's resort news. I mean, Are I feel like still, this is the last thing to mention, isn't it? So we can- no, you got two more things to go after that. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've just seen the plan. Anyway, we've already sorted now, so I'll finish. <laughs> I bet you're all really glad to have me back. Oh dear, it's been a day. <laughs> Basically, the rumours are true. It looks like we're going to get the retheming of the incredible rooms in the contemporary, which we both said when we first talked about it, we think will actually fit in really well with the contemporary. The issue is whole hotel is called the contemporary, but it is no longer contemporary. Like it's very quite old fashioned now, like it's gone out of date. So it probably did need that or maybe just rename the hotel. I I did see a tweet that was kind of like how the main resorts around Magic Kingdom kind of represent the lands of Magic Kingdom. I thought it was really, really interesting. That is interesting. I've never thought of that before. So, like, the Grand Floridian is, like, your Main Street USA. Yeah. And then... I know where you're going. I'm like, yeah, because I know where you're going with this. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm loving this. If I can find... If I can refine the the tweet, I'll share it on the story, because I think it's really, really cool. That uh, the Polynesian is Adventureland, that Wilderness Lodge is Frontierland, and the Contemporary kind of fits, like, Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, great. Okay, that this kind of all... Coincide. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my god. It's in a fantasy land one. Ah, yeah. Whatever. Well, that's kind of like 
I was going to say, I was about to say, oh, that's kind of like the castle suite in in the in the castle, but nobody stays there. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's not somewhere you can book out. No, but oh well, yeah. So if I can find that, I'll share that. But you know, so that will be you know that kind of fits with the contemporary needing to move forward, which is quite ironic because there's no Incredibles themed attractions in Tomorrowland yet <laughs> never say never retheming of Tron already happening <laughs> put that I put other IP in it put other IP in it so let's I know me and Molly discussed this loads I'm going to give you a, a brief update for what was happening with the cruise line Disney Magic at sea around the UK whatever it was called um <laughs> Um, there were some rumours circling the old internet about that there possibly could have been cancellations on this adventure, but it has been confirmed it's going ahead. See, my issue with this, and it's my issue with all the cruise lines, is the price of like a three-night cruise line is the price of like probably nearly a two-week holiday well no sophie did you not listen to the episode where me and molly i I edited the episode sarah trust me i listened in depth (laughs) um no but it's not it's not so i was shocked when i looked it up about how actually not as expensive as i originally thought it was going to be i thought you said the prices hadn't been released yet no for like a normal for like if you're going to go on a disney cruise like around the caribbean like to or to Castaway Key or whatever. I was shocked that the price that I had in my brain for it wasn't as expensive as what it's I thought still it was. Quite expensive, especially because oh, by like, no I've, way. Been, I've been on a normal cruise and I know the Disney ones are more expensive than a normal cruise. And it's like you aren't getting like a drinks package included in that, which you normally do on a standard cruise. Well, think about your, your your Disney one, the only thing that isn't included is alcohol. I mean, Everything else is included. I'm not saying that they're not good cruises. I think they're absolutely amazing. It's like the peak thing. I just think I always find it hard to justify the money on a cruise when I know I could probably get a longer actual holiday in a park for that money. But I think this is why this is going ahead here because you can't, if you're in the UK, you can't go to a Disney park right now. I think this is why Disney have done well, if this. That, if that's the thought process we're thinking... Does that mean Disney think that the borders aren't going to be open for summer so we won't be going for summer travel? I don't think the borders will be open in the summer, which is really upsetting. The reason why the rumours why the rumors of cancellations were going ahead was because Disney and the UK government apparently were struggling to come to an agreement with surrounding who can be on the ship and social distancing and vaccines and etc. So, but now it's confirmed it's all going ahead and it's going to go... So they're going to go and sail on the 30th of April. So if you're going to go try, I might try and jump on. I don't want, I'm not going to go on the cruise because. You just want to see how would, easy it is to get tickets and stuff. Well, I don't know if I want to see how, I just want to see how expensive it is. I feel like for research, I should go on the website when it launches, right? What, exactly when it launches, just for research. Just for research. I'll just look at it. But yeah, the last thing that we're going to talk about is very like, you know, very, some sad news, I guess, if you did a college program and you lived here. Um, the Vista Way or Vista Slay or whatever you want to call it has confirmed as it's being sold off for apartments and all I would say is I hope they are ripped out and fully bleached 
from top new to bottom. Just nuke it. Before opening to the general public. I that's mean, it. that's, that's personally, I actually never, I don't have much connection to it because I stayed at uh, Patterson Court when I did my CP, so I don't have any emotional standing to Vista. We apologise for the hot mess that this is episode has been. Um, I'm sure you're very glad that I'm back. <laughs> we will be uh, back again in two weeks, which will be, Sarah... I don't even know. And right, you had this know. when Molly was doing the podcast, and then you let me down when it's with me. Wait, I'll check. The 7th of May. Fabulous. Um, so I'm sure there'll be a hell of a lot more news in the meantime. Uh, we are still going to be airing on Fridays, but just note that obviously, like we said, we'll be recording early in the week for a little bit at least. So um, if you think we ever miss any news out, don't worry, we will mention it in our next episode. If it is some major news that it deserves being mentioning. If there's something that you haven't heard us talk about that you would like us to discuss, please let us know. We also, please make sure um, you do follow us on Instagram as uh, in the next couple of weeks, we will be doing some form of giveaway where the answer is going to be within a podcast episode. So you are going to have to listen to the podcast and then have us on Instagram to be able to know it's coming. So if you're listening, you get the sneak peek of... You're primed, ready to like... You are ready to go and listen out for this. Anyway, we're off. We'll see you guys in two weeks' time. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you real soon and have the most magical of days. Bye, Sarah. Bye, Sophie.